Welcome to Girls Are the New Boys, a podcast for girls like me and the boys who date them. I'm your host, Abby, and I'll make you feel things. Happy Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day for me and your favorite day of the week, Wednesday. I promised you guys that my mom would be on the podcast, so here we are. We only have 30 minutes because we have to go to brunch. Hi, Mom. Hi. Love you. I love you, too. Okay. So the, <laughs> the first question. Oh, Jesus. Hia, what does Hia mean, Mom? Shy. In what language? Tagalog. Tell everyone a brief summary of you growing up. Where and how it was like. Well, I grew up in the Philippines, and we were spoiled. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> Um, my mom and my dad, they work and uh, they try their best to send us to a good school. My parents were very strict, of course, Filipino parents. Uh, I was not allowed to date, go out. I was just to stay home and help with the chores while my two brothers do whatever they want to do. So if you weren't allowed to date, how did I happen? Uh, I got very rebellious. That was after college. I actually run away from home. I didn't know that. Yes, I did. And I stayed with uh, one of your uh, grandpa's sisters. And I became very rebellious because I wasn't allowed to do anything. And that's when I attended a party and met your father. And the rest is history. I got yeah. very curious. We we won't discuss the details. Okay. Uh, Let's just say I got very curious and forgot forgot about everything else. <laughs> and then in the next in the following month, I was eating mangoes, green mangoes, and bagoong. That's why I like it so much. Yeah, that's when you know someone is. You know, buntis. Buntis. What was the reaction from Mami and Daddy George when they found out? Did you tell them or did they find out? Um, I had to tell them, but I had asked um, your godmother to tell your godmother to come with me to tell your grand my mom. But my dad was not in the Philippines, so I Who wish he? I wish he was. He was here. Okay, but I wish he was there. I that's how I told my mom, but I was hiding because I didn't want any flying objects hitting me. (laughs) (laughs) How was it being pregnant? Do you have any friends that you can know you got support from or no? Well, the only friend that I had was like, you know, our name, my name, she lives. She was our neighbor, so we would talk. And then when she moved, it was very hard because as soon as I got pregnant, back then, it was in the Philippines, you know, when you're pregnant and you're caring, you know, you're you're a single mom. It's, you know, people, you know. They judge you? They judge you. People were very judgy. So we moved to a place far from the city. And so I didn't have any friends. Um, Mommy Nina 
was working so i was pretty much at home by myself for the most part and then your aunt um olivia would come and visit you know help me but for the most part i was home by myself it was very hard because when you're raising a kid when you're pregnant alone you get very emotional and you get all you know the hormones and but i don't know how i did it i managed and you know i just believe it or not abigail's gonna die of this i read bible <laughs> i read the bible did it catch on fire <laughs> i didn't finish it but i started reading the bible and then um i i did a lot of praying back then i believe it you do a lot of praying now yeah so you know it was, it was i was fine and then how was it when you gave birth and then and also tell your tell your birth story and also how you got my name oh boy originally i was gonna name abigail catherine but my mom was against the name for some reason and so i decide my parent my mom decided that i stay at my aunt's house who which she was close to the closer to the hospital because i keep getting pain and then they will take me to the hospital and then i say oh she's not ready i wasn't ready so then one day, one night, I thought I was gonna, I was like, I was in pain. So I was sitting down and then my, my water bag just broke. And then they took me to the hospital and I started getting, you know, I was in pain. Back then there was no such thing as Lamas. So I just did a lot of walking, you know, cause they say, yeah, you keep walking, you know, you're, cause I was high, my stomach was high. Uh, just keep walking. It will be easier to give birth. You know, so I didn't know how to push. I didn't know what to do. I was so much in pain. They keep, and I just, I, I don't, and I ended up not remembering anything. All I remember was I woke up, I was in the bedroom and the first thing I was, I asked is where's my baby? And, and then my mom was next to me. And of course she said, oh, we named the baby Abigail. <laughs> so my I, grandma named me. Yeah, so I did not have the strength to reach out and <laughs> touch her. <laughs> so, but Abigail, you know, turns out to be a great name. And then talk about immigrating to San Francisco, why you did it and what that was like. It was basically um, to give you a better life. Uh, because it was actually my dad, because he was here, he decided I would probably have a better future and I would probably give you a better future. So I came here when you were eight and it was the hardest thing for me to do because I, eight I think months. eight months old and I, because at the month, you know, those were, those were the important years so you know months to follow after eight months that i wanted to be there and it was very hard i was young so then i came here and the first i didn't even like you know enjoy like sightseeing and all that stuff it was very short because i needed to your grandfather wanted me to start looking for work so i did um you know any job 
I mean, Wendy's, you know, Burger King, any, any job that I can take. So, and plus I didn't have any experience. So, I mean, I'm sure nobody's going to hire me. And um, I was very scared because I didn't, I wasn't familiar with the culture, with the people. I was very shy, believe it or not. And, you know, just be big crowds, big, you know, they, they make me nervous. Then I find I got a job as a waitress at Charlie's restaurants on Lombard Street. I was shy. I was getting yelled at. I was breaking plates. And then I became good at it. And, you know, I started earning money, good money with the tips and started saving. And I was staying at my dad with my dad's. And, you know, he saw after years, you know, that he saw that. You know, every night I would cry because I would miss you. And he he knew that it was very hard for me for you not to be with me. So then that's when we decided, you know, for you to come here. And you came here like almost when you were almost two years old. How old were you when you got pregnant? I was <laughs> I'm sorry, what? 18 or 19? 19. So now these are some questions that your fans. Hi, fans. <laughs> you have a lot of fans, mom. I think more people like you than me. Because so I'm cool. Oh, geez. So you came here. What was it like? Let me drink some water. <laughs> That's actually vodka. Uh, what was it like being an immigrant, being in a single mom, and raising a two year old? It was very hard and because, you know, being a single mom, I have to say that you need the, the, the one thing that you really need is support, a support group, um, you know, like emotional support, you know, not financial, not somebody's going to, but the emotional support, because when I had you, I didn't, you know, when I was pregnant with carrying you, I, all I had was you know, family, but it's, it's, I wasn't really close with, with the family, um, near my dad's side. So I, I, there was really, I didn't really have a support system. I, it was very hard. I had to, I learned to be tough. I learned to be a stronger person. I, I, you know, I, I learned so much from, you know, just being a single mom because I had to be everything. You know, but at the, the, it was also hard because I just came here and, you know, I, I wanted to enjoy. I was young. I wanted to enjoy. So I was like a, a kid having a kid. a kid. So it was very hard, very challenging. You know, I wasn't always the best. I wasn't always great. I was always, you know, I never, I, there were things that I, you know, I didn't make the right decisions on times, but I tried. I really tried. And it was very hard because I have to be both the mom and the dad. And without a support system, you know, I became very emotional and it was just very hard for me, you know. And then, but, you know, I, I don't know how I did it. I just stay strong. What did help? Something, what? Should, something worked out. Well, I tried to just, you know, I was working. Um, and you know, at work you have friends, 
So, you know, I talked and just, you know, I, I mean, I didn't have a lot of friends. I have very few friends, um, you know, just being able to, you know, to talk to someone and, and, you know, just like work and then come home and, you know, just, just knowing that there's maybe one or two people that are few people that I can call and just talk. Of course, uh, even though I had a baby, you know, there were still guys. Mm. A lot of them. A lot of them. Were you the only young single parent that you knew out of you and all your friends? Yeah, because all I was the only one with the, the kid. Everybody else was, you know, single. We'll get to the dating soon mom don't you worry but the last question um for this this segment is what was your biggest fear as a mom that i wasn't gonna be a good mom that i wasn't gonna be you know that you're gonna come out you know i wasn't gonna be able to raise you like like a you know a good good person like you know i'm gonna i was just scared that you're going to get into bad things. Be a drug addict. Yeah. You're going to be a hooker and not tell me you're going to be an escort. Wow. Uh, you know, like <laughs> that I wasn't because when you're, when you're a single mom, you know, you're up against when you're at home, you're one-on-one, -on -one, but when, once you're, you were out, I'm up against all these bad and, you know, bad influences and it's going to be hard for me to you know i can't always protect you i was just a, i was just always hoping that you know that i might have not been the best mom but i hope that my daughter will grow up to be a good person uh you know not not like angry and and you know like because you didn't have a father and, you know, but you, you did really well. You did really well. And I'm very proud. Do you think you did a good job then? Seeing I think how so. I am now? Yes, I think so. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll get to the other questions so we don't cry because you don't want to mess up your makeup before breath. Yeah. Well, here, these are, these are questions from Instagram. Someone said, this is from Jeremy. Where did you learn your dance moves and what's your favorite song to dance to? I was born with it. Okay. What's and your favorite dance song is Wifey. <laughs> oh my God. Um, any advice for when we get to your age? So what, when we get to being 50, mom, <laughs> what's your advice? Just, you know, just enjoy life. You know, be don't change, you know, be who you are and just enjoy life and enjoy the person that you're with. And, you know, always stay positive, no matter how hard it is, just stay positive and, you know, and pray. Christian asked, how was I growing up? <laughs> well, we'll talk about uh, like stages yeah, when we'll you were a about, little girl yeah. you, you were great you were you were actually you were very friendly you were very um i wasn't shy you weren't shy so weird you're you know you were 
you were like very behave um, and very smart for for you know when you were little, um, and you're you know you listen you you were you obey and you're disciplined and you you then I don't know what happened. <laughs> My Abigail left. I truly believe there is a stage in every daughter's life. It doesn't matter how good the mom is, where the if it's a mom and a daughter, there's just going to be a period of time where the daughter hates the mom. I think that's yeah. just what it is. Mm -hmm. And I think in our situation, it was intensified because of my mom situation. was a single yeah. mom. My friend Basil is asking, what is one trait about you that you hope to have instilled in me or what what is one trait that you did you do think i get from you you can ask answer either one very independent and you can take care of yourself and you always find ways to make things work oh i get it from my mama mm -hmm. you know what i didn't get from my mom mm -hmm. not being able to use an alarm clock Mom, how come you've never, how do you do that? You've ne my mom has never used I've an never, alarm clock in her life. She's never late. Yeah. And I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. My, my brain is just like set up for crazy. Like if, I, crazy. If, I, if I say, you know, I need to get up at five, I get up at 4.30. I never, ever use an alarm clock. That's one of my mom's magical powers. Yeah. I have other magical powers but that's for another topic not with me yeah. what is i'm uh, gonna start a blog oh jesus what's mom, or, what is your podcast gonna be called <laughs> um, i don't know we'll come back to that we'll come back i i know for sure it has something to do with you know sex ew mom you should call it like hump day then or something hump day oh yeah ask <laughs> uh ella's asking have you discovered the fountain of youth? How have you not aged at all? Mm -hmm. I think that would be in a hump day. Oh, God, mom. Uh, let's see. What was your hope for me when I was younger? And this is from Louise, Christian's wife. What was your hope for me when I was younger? And what is your hope for me now? When you were younger, I hope that you do finish school. And now I hope that you succeed in anything and everything you do. I did finish school and yes. college. How did you feel when I graduated college? I was the happiest person. The one thing that made me really happy and proud of Abigail is she put herself through, you know, college on her own. And she's never, one thing is like, she never asked me for anything. And when when she was younger, she, whenever she would say, I, you know, I would help her financially, she always, always pays me back, even though I said don't. And when we would go shopping, I would buy her something. She will never, she will cry. And I said, don't cry. People are going to think I'm abusing you. She will cry or she will say, mom, don't just buy me one thing. You know, she, she understood or, you know, my situation, which I really admire about her. You know, my hope, my hope was that I wouldn't get pregnant be before the age that you got pregnant with me. 
And I thought as long as I, as long as I get pregnant after that, then I'd be like, oh, my mom can't say anything because she had me at this age. So when I turned like 21, I was like, yes, even if I have a kid young, my mom can't say anything because then I'd be like, oh, yeah, look at you. And then the story behind me crying is because one day, I think I moved to New York already and I came back home to visit and my mom bought me a pair of these hunter boots because in New York you need like real rain boots. And I think they were a hundred, they were over a hundred dollars. And I've never asked my mom to, I never asked my mom to buy me like anything expensive. And so she bought them for me and I felt so bad because I felt like I should be buying her things. And so I started She started crying crying. in the middle of Nordstrom. And then instead of my mom giving me this heart to heart, you know, this gratitude talk, she said, Abby, don't cry. They're going to think I beat you. <laughs> so that that's my mom. God, mom, you have like one, two, three, four. You have six questions asking what basically how you look so amazing. Thank Why do you look you. so young? What are you here? So this is from Vanessa. What are your beauty secrets? And then from Ella, what is your skincare regimen? Keep it rated G, mom. The rated G part of it. I don't really have any skincare. I just, I mean, I remember before I, because I wasn't into makeup and all that stuff, you know, skincare products and all that stuff. I would use body load, you know, this was when I, I guess for when I came here and I started going up. I mean, I use body lotion for my face. So that's one lotion for my body and my face. Jesus. I never, I was never into like makeup. I would I, I break don't know. out if I did that. I, I just, I don't know. I didn't, I don't eat like really like healthy foods. Um, I mean, I, I guess it's just in the genes. I didn't get that from my mom. If I put lotion, if I miss washing my face one night, I will have a breakout the next day. I mean, I, I used to like leave my makeup on when, when I go to bed. It was only when I turned, I think, 40 that I started, you know, getting more into the, oh, I need to mo use moisturizer. I need, you know, and then I turned 50. And that's when I started getting more into the skincare. But I think being happy, like, in, you know, just as long as you stay happy, it, it you know, it helps. Because if you're always sad and it, it does affect you. Then we'll be mommy mean. <laughs> yeah, I won't be smiling. And I don't drink as much as I used to. ever since my 50th birthday because this one here mm -hmm. put me on a three max drink when it was my mom's 50th birthday she had shame um she had a room at the w, was it the w yeah my room at the w and after her her birthday i went out with my friends and i came home late and i thought mom you know i thought you like drowned i thought you were dead i got into the the uh, hospital the hotel room All the lights were on. I heard the water running. I look in the bathroom and it's flooded. I take a few more steps to where the bed is and my mom is like passed out. There's this Face down. face down with her like head over Oh, hanging, the bed. yeah. This is, I, I like listen to podcasts where this is the description of a murder scene. And she has like her head over a, a trash can and there's um towels all over the place. And because you were having uh, Cosmos and 
thought uh, I was mixing cranberry. Lot, yeah. He had like red drinks because there was like red all over yeah. my throat. And I thought my mom was got murdered. And so I didn't sleep in the bed with her because I was scared she was going to throw up on me. And I slept on the windowsill. <laughs> and then someone knocks, someone calls, and they said that they were going to send someone up because the people downstairs there was a le- there was a leaking in yeah. their room, and that was because Miss Lang over here flooded the bathroom. And so I wake her up, and then here's one thing about my mom: she might have been hungover, but I woke her up and told her. So no, someone came. And you just, oh no, they didn't they, go. They, they, they called they didn't, first. They didn't go. Yeah, they called first. I told my mom, and I don't know how she did it, but she cleaned the bathroom, and there was no trace. Nothing. No, no I don't even know where the dirty towels Nothing. were. The guy came upstairs, and my mom Check. made up some excuse. Oh, how do you know? And they believed her. They left. And that was your second superpower. Nothing. It's crazy. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you look in the bathroom. It's like. There's nothing there. There's nothing. And, and let it me was, tell you, it was flooded. I had like, and I was then there was like water. throw up, you know, like, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's like throw up clumped in like the sink. I don't know what I did, how I did it, but yeah. I even put all the, I rent, washed all the towels that I use and then I pile them up in the, t- the tub. So pretend that, oh, we were used. And then I close the curtain, shower curtains, like just halfway. So it doesn't look like I'm hiding something. The guy walks in there and checks and nothing. And then as we were checking out, I was praying. I had like a a garbage can with me. It was one of those foldable things. And I said, oh, God, I hope they don't charge me for or whatever. <laughs> and then we took off. Nothing. I didn't see my face. They're banned. This makes me scared for Steve's life. Steve is my stepdad, my mom's husband, because that means that if you murdered him, uh, you would be able to clean the the murder scene. Yeah, I watch a lot of sorry Steve crime scene. Good luck. <laughs> Aside from motherhood, let's put motherhood aside. What was your favorite part about growing up? Because you part you you partied, and I always think about when me and my friends. We don't party now, but before, like in our early thirties, we used to go out and you used to always I remember you when you would get ready and go out with your friends what was your favorite part about uh partying with your friends and uh what or if there's like a a night that you remember because my mom you know we've been in San Francisco mostly all of our lives my my mom has after she came here from the Philippines and I had the little stint in in New York but we've both been in San Francisco so it's funny because she'll tell me about her clubbing days and it's just funny to think about how me and my friends you know grew up in the same city clubbing and probably doing very similar things. Describe how partying was like. Oh my God, it was really, I mean, people, my friends or, you know, friends of friends, they would, I was the one that I was the go-to person. They would call me and say, hey, Wednesday, where's where's the place to go? Well, it depends. I mean, I would go all the way to Fremont. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I would go everywhere to party and you know if if you have to make a you know meeting with me you have to give me two weeks notice (laughs) my mom was booked and busy I was booked I was partying I was I was working on weekends and I remember I used to because I was in retail I would work Saturday and I would have so much fun with 
friends and I would always go out with, I usually go out with the people that I work with and it's always so much fun. You know, I never drive, I didn't have a car so they would pick me up, but it was almost so much fun. We would go to places and we will always close down the place. And then back then after we closed down, we would go and eat and then I go home and then I go to work the next day and work a 12 hour shift. You missed the part about you would go home and I would be there. And work. Abigail will be there with a bag running this little feet <laughs> and then put the bag next to me because then I'll start getting sick. But she still woke up and I went to work woke, the next yeah. day. And I was, I, I can drink. Um, I don't, I wake up with no hangover. I still look beautiful, presentable. <laughs> You know, you would never even know that. Oh my God, you went out last night and yeah, went home. I don't, I don't remember you. That's another thing with my mom. I don't, I rarely, rarely ever remember her calling in sick. Yeah, She's never. Like, you also didn't really get sick. No, I never got sick. Okay. Yeah, I don't get sick. Uh, I've never gotten sick in a long time. I, I never call in sick. If my, my sick time would just turn into PTO, I will have tons of, PTOs. Definitely did not get that from my mom. Mm -hmm. Another thing I didn't get from you is your assertiveness and your confidence. Where did you get that and how, how why don't I have it? I, I don't know. I was just, I was a very so you said you were shy. shy. Yeah. In my high school, you asked all my classmates. I was the one of the shyest person in our whole entire school. I don't know what happened. You know, I came here and I was very shy. And then I, you know, I tasted alcohol and I said, hey, <laughs> gave me the strength that I needed. And I just, I don't know. I just, you know, I always think, you know, I mean, I remember I said, I wish I, I was, I would see a celebrity or a person. I wish I had, you know, I wish I was her or blah, blah, blah. And, but then I guess one day I just said, you know what? I'm just going to be who I mean. I said, Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm just going to be who I am. And, you know, I always tell myself that I have a great personality. I am funny. And there are things that I, you know, I have traits that, you know, I know that guys would like are attracted to. And I just focus on that. And that they were. My mom yeah. was a pimp. I remember growing up and all these different guys always took her on dates. Yeah. And she'd tell me these stories of how she wouldn't even be doing anything. She would just be working. And there's as long as there's a window, as long as someone can see her, someone would ask her out. Yeah. And I remember when I used to work downtown. Talk about the flower. Did you have yeah. like flowers over uh, When I used to work at downtown Montgomery Street, uh, the, all the corners there they when the the green light you it's like all green so you cross and i was working right by b of a and there was a a guy that walked in with a dozen long stem roses i didn't even know the guy and i guess he saw me and came and just gave me flowers and every time i would get you know business cards i was collecting business cards back in the days not for business you know <laughs> and I, if i if i want to call them i call them 
you know, I never ever give my phone number, ladies. You get their phone number, so then that way you get to pick who you want to go out with. Collect and select. Yeah, I really had a, a good time. I had enjoyed, you know, my my thirties. When I turned thirty, my, I had two strip strippers at work. At work, one of them at work and one at the club. I was clubbing. We were doing, there was this club that I always go to every what was it Friday called? with my friends. I can't remember the name of it. Was it in but San it Francisco? Turned, yeah. Uh, what it, did it turn to? But it turned into a gentleman's club. But yeah. uh, my friends, every time we go there, there was a cage above the DJ and they don't use that. But then I made friends with the DJ. So she, he would let us climb behind him to go up on the stages and we would start dancing. Everywhere we go, I knew the bouncers, so we could get in for free. We, you know, the the bartenders. I had a really wonderful. It sounds like it. Yeah, it was fun. Okay, we're gonna wrap this up. In every podcast I do, I have five rapid fire questions at the end. Oh God! So I'll ask you these. I I actually have to rapid fire think of these questions because I didn't prepare and we have to leave. So I'm gonna ask you the question and then just tell me. The first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. What is your number one advice for mothers? Be patient. What is the fav your favorite drug that you've used growing up? Cocaine. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, mom. What what is your body count? Do you know what a body count is, mom? Mm-mm. It's, it's how many menses you've had in your slumber. Ooh. I know since I was since the day I was born since me you said since you were you? a virgin when you oh uh, yeah me. oh I would say not more than 20. <laughs> oh my god what's your number one dating advice huh just I don't know date as many guys as you can don't okay. just settle don't there's that that is the purpose of dating you date different guys and you figure out which one mom with that fire today this isn't a rapid question but i forgot to ask the question jail how did you get the name wednesday i was born on the day of wednesday that's it yeah. there's nothing special no <laughs> I, I actually when i was born i my parents didn't have a name prepared for me that just shows me how much they love me <laughs> i was i came out of, i left the hospital and my birth certificate had a blank name and my last name barsana so like People were just calling me baby. Oh, look at the baby. Oh, the baby. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? And when I was doing my, my you know, baptism, the priest asked, oh, okay, the name of the child. My dad looked at my mom and they look at each other and say, well, since she was born on a Wednesday, let's just name her Wednesday. Oh, my God. I was a very special child. <laughs> That's why I'm still special. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question, Mom. Who is your celebrity hall pass? Do you know what that is? What is that? Hall pass. It's like who in with who you and I... Steven. So my mom is married to this guy named Steve. He's great, uh, but all marriages have a hall pass. It's who, oh, you're who fine. can you can get like a, a pass with? Hmm. Do you know who Steve's would be? Would it be the girl from Warrior? <laughs> it would probably be oh Steve. Yeah, who's Steve? Does he have a celebrity crush or like a? He likes he likes um, 
Who's She's your quivering. Who's your pass? Bradley. Bradley Cooper. Cooper? Yeah. All right, Bradley. If you're listening. It was. I was gonna say Michael Douglas, but he's old now because he's always been my the yeah. love of my life. And Dan Marino. And Dan Marino. But it would be Bradley Cooper. At my age, Bradley Cooper. At her age, they just keep getting younger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any last last minute things or last words that you want to say for Mother's Day and to all the moms out there? So all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day and special shout out to what's up with you. <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. Say bye. Say bye. Love you. Ooh.